Downton Abbey. Mary tried to break up with Tony Gilliam, but he wasn't having it. Robert got frustrated at Mr. Bricker's hanging around Cora a lot more. Thomas looked awfully sick. And then Miss Bunting kept rearing her head in everyone's business that she didn't belong. So we'll catch up with where that's at this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. Feeling like a freak on the leash. And hello, we're back. Yeah. Season 5, episode 5. Here we are. We're flying. Yeah, I know. We're more than halfway through through season 5. We gotta figure out how to slow this train down until, <laughs> yeah. until the movie gets here. We need, to, we need to last until September. Well, I mean, I was thinking about more. You know, you suggested it earlier, but rewatching season 1 with like our perspective now. The whole season? I don't know, but see, I mean, the whole season, but those first episodes, I always tell people don't listen to them because we hadn't found our stride yet. And I feel like we could do them better. Maybe get some guests on for episode breakdowns. Potentially, yeah, yeah. Huh? That's an idea. Yeah. What if you? What? I know we did our survey monkey before, but yeah. What do you think, audience, mm-hmm. listeners? Yeah. What do you think? Let us know. Uh, but yeah, we teased it at the end of the last week's episode, but it's coming up soon. Next week. Yeah. Mix match challenge three. Mm-hmm. Down Abbey. Right on time for uh, WrestleMania around the corner. Yeah, it'll be WrestleMania week. Yeah. We'll be in the thick of it. Yeah, right here in the tri-state area. Yeah, all the New Yorkers, all the fans that didn't go see my band in Pennsylvania, shoot up the highway a little bit. Yeah, yeah, come on down. So, uh, yeah, all the Down Abbey wrestling fans, we're not doing any meet and greets or anything, but we'll be in there, we'll be around. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's say, let's throw down the gauntlet right now. We haven't even discussed this. Okay. But before, with... Uh, help from our friend Downton Sweet Downton on Instagram, I believe. Yeah. We let the fans pick one of the teams. Oh, it's true. That's right. And we gave away a Downton Abbey ornament. Yeah. So we don't know if we have anything to give away at the current moment. We have a week to figure it out, so maybe yeah. we'll dig something out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Downton stuff. There's we'll, a lot. Yep. We'll get something for you. We don't know what it is. Yep. But send us a suggestion for a team. Yeah. Someone from the upstairs, someone from the downstairs, and they can't be... In the winner's box. Right. Which is occupied by season Mixed Match Challenge 2 winner Carson and Branson. Mm-hmm. And Mixed Match Challenge 1 winner Sybil and Bates. Bates. Yeah, yeah. Sybil's ghost. <laughs> so those four are off the table. But take any anyone from upstairs, throw them with anyone from downstairs. Mm-hmm. Your dream team, we'll debate it. You know the yeah. drill. You've listened. If you haven't listened, check those episodes out. People seem to like them. Yeah, more than we expected, I think. Yeah. yeah. A lot of uh, surprising wrestling and Downton crossover. Yeah. So there, there you have it. Um, but yeah, we're here this week to discuss Season 5, Episode 5, 55555. Yeah. It's a good one. This it's, is a good it's episode. It's a slow burn. It's a slow burn, and then it just erupts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is riveting television when it wants to be. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I love in one it. scene basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It woke me right up. I was feeling a little groggy today. I mean, Dave and I we went we went out last night. Mm-hmm. We we had fun times, and it's like, man, we got to record today. And then this scene woke me up. <laughs> like I was like, okay, I'm ready to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you we'll wanna... get we'll get into that yeah, okay, later. We'll get to that. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, this is an important episode in that. It kind of resolves a couple uh, storylines from the, the season, and one of the the biggest is Miss Bunting. Bye bye. Yeah, all right. I don't I mean, think she's gone. Gone. You think? 
I do not think. Really? Well, listen, to get right into it. Yeah. She gets a job offer after people keep saying downstairs mm-hmm. that it's because Branson doesn't defend her, she's going to leave. Right. <laughs> Which is like, wait a minute, this strong independent socialist woman is going to leave because someone won't defend her to the higher class. Yeah, to his family. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, and Branson does say to Robert in a scene where they're having some drinks before dinner, uh, when I'm with her, I don't feel like a freak or a fool devoid of common sense. I mean, that's why we're also seeking significant others, right? To stop feeling like freaks. <laughs> you think like you ever go to somebody's house and they're like really like Trumpy or something and you're like, I feel like a freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't belong here. Um, but yeah, uh, we see uh, Branson pretty much going up to her and saying like, I can't hang out with you anymore. Like this can't keep going on. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't tell him about the job, really. Uh, it's It's later in the episode where Miss Bunting comes to say her goodbyes to Daisy. And then we get this weird thing where Daisy pokes her head out from downstairs. Yeah. And Mr. Branson, come over here. (laughs) It's so bizarre. Like, what are the odds that Mr. Branson is coming down the stairs at that moment? She's just probably waiting there for like half an hour. Yeah, right. (laughs) Head over the corner. Or maybe she she like rang the bell or something. But like, I just imagine Daisy sticking her head out there. Because like Carson comes around the corner right after that. And it's like, what are you doing there, Daisy? (laughs) Get out of here, Daisy. (laughs) I'm so sorry for what I've been doing. (laughs) <laughs> what have you been doing, Daisy? So she just tells him, she's like, she she loves you. Look at her eyes. Yeah, yeah, go for it. And Branson's like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I can't do this. There's also this scene before with Branson and Bunting where they're talking, and Bunting says, don't you despise them? Right. And Branson's like, no. <laughs> they're my family. They were there for me when my wife died. Yeah, he's like, like, my wife was one of them. My son or daughter is one of them. Yeah, Sibby is one of them. Um. So yeah, he goes to say goodbye to Miss uh, Bunting again in the pouring rain. Um, a lot of pouring rain this episode. A lot of pouring rain. The tears, you know, it does the crying for, for all the characters. Um, he's like, "I'm sorry, I can't be your lover or whatever." Um, and she says, "I've loved you." Yeah, she tells him she loved him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she wishes he, he had met her before he had met the family. Um, and it's a messed up thing to say. I know, right? It's so cold. I I don't like her. But he gives her one last kiss. One last kiss. One first kiss. He gives yeah one her first kiss. Yeah, what a way to like send someone off. Like sorry, could have never been a thing. Deuces. Mwah. And the cab driver's like, we gotta go now. Yeah, yeah, but it's funny as she drives off. He gives this like look on his face of him like pursing his lips as if he's like giving her like a <laughs> you want more another kiss you want a second kiss. And he's making he's making that face at her. He's pointing at his eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she drives off in the rain and obscuring whatever like ain't gonna get these lips he anymore goes, he goes home never to deal with her ever again hopefully <laughs> yeah probably not though knowing this show yeah who knows They're, they'll find a way to bring bunting back <laughs> they're like daisy never stop your learning yeah go do summer school with miss bunting somewhere <laughs> but i love how miss uh how daisy thinks like she's i mean yeah she may be smarter she may be wiser now and everything but in her mind she's the way she sees it is like Oh, we can do this and be, change the world, and you know she's a revolution. Like, oh yeah, she says she's the future. We're the past. And it's like, okay, all right. Slow yeah, down, Daisy, Daisy says that about herself. Yeah, like what? What are they putting in your head, Daisy? Exactly. <laughs> you know, you yeah, like service might be disappearing, and the higher upper class may be like crumbling into the middle class. Yeah, but no, 
No, Daisy's like, like 15. Pump, pump the brakes. Well, she's... What, well, 25. Yeah, now, based on the timeline. I mean, when's this episode taking place? Do we know? It did, I looked on Wikipedia, it didn't say. Okay. It just said 1924, so... Okay. We're still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that that's over, thankfully. Um, what We do... Uh, we get some continuation, at least, of the um, Lord... Um, with Isabel, Lord, Lord Merton. Merton. Uh, well, yeah, Violet wants to come in there and sabotage it once and for all. Mm-hmm. So she enlists Dr. Clarkson, who we said last week, he's got his feelings for. Right. So she tries to get Dr. Clarkson to to own up to the fact that Lord Merton is a fraud. And right. he's put it on for for um, Isabel. Isabel. Yeah. And, and but Dr. Like, Clarkson's like not all the way happy about doing this yeah because he can he, he sees what she's doing he's like you're just not happy about your friend potentially getting a better uh placement than you yeah, he's like can i ask <laughs> you a question honestly and she's like i've been through a lot of life yeah a, a doctor can ask me a question and i'll yeah. answer honestly but then they try to sabotage it and then they realize like lord merton is genuinely interested in medicine yeah like he knows about uh, i iodine in the water right go figure he talks about like boils or like gerg something like some because he read medical about kidneys. yeah and they're yeah. and dr clarkson's like did you study this he's like no i wish i did yeah yeah i just like to read about it merton seems like a do- decent dude yeah he's not that bad but and he's also not pushing mm-hmm. isabel for an answer right he's letting her think about it uh which is nice and isabel seems to be coming around yeah a little bit but then uh they say uh, there's the moment where like they're all walking to get dinner or lunch, yeah. and uh, Doctor Clarkson's like, "I hate to say it, but I think that they're a very good match." Yeah, and the Dowager's like, "I hate to say it, but I agree with you." Yeah, but you gotta think like Clarkson, are you, are you giving up on this man? Like, seems like it. Come on, man. That's a, that's your that's yours for the taking, man. That's Isabel right there. Come on, Clarkson's got to feel pretty good about himself because he's like a town doctor who's just. Roped into the social life of these upper class people. We, like, we, he's a lucky man. We don't see Clarkson's life. You wonder how many women is he entertaining? Possibly. What's his house look like? Pretty nice, I bet. I, I, I think he's doing. You think well he's for making himself. good money. He's a Clark. He's a he's a dirt. <laughs> he's a Clarkson. He's, he's a Clarkson. <laughs> I mean, he's a doctor. Oh, we all know about them Clarksons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we do. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Do you want to continue on in that house? Sure. There's a very minuscule subplot with Spratt with the ladies maid leaving and apparently it's like Spratt's you know wrapped around Spratt's finger yeah 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 it's all in the background (laughs) for what purpose yeah I'm sure it'll develop but why so little in this episode right and and they say oh we feared she put her notice in and they say Spratt do you like change and Spratt's like I detest change (laughs) yeah it's just to get him on screen just to give that line do you think he had like a contractual contractual agreement to do like four episodes and be like we got to get him in there somehow i guess so I, like it just seems like a r- real random use of him but all right we got we got some septimus this episode <laughs> just um, enough septimus yeah we did get some more going on with violet and the kurdigan kurdigan just a little bit of just a little bit kurdigan. a little kurdigan in the episode too right so shrimpy's uh had some news that there's some uh russian nurses in uh hong kong wan kai yeah. which yeah isabel says is that hong kong or and then violet says or is it closer it's like <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> I, but the princess may be out there in hong kong we'll see yeah that's all we and have not, but they're not going to tell kurigan until they know more right uh but yeah we do see kurigan um 
in a in a fun little plot. Yeah, with with, a, with Rose. Right. So uh, Rose. It's so random. It's just like inserted out of nowhere in this episode. Rose is just leaving a building and it's raining. Like, yeah, bakery. Yeah. And then she's fumbling around and then the guy comes over with his umbrella and he just starts chatting. He's like, oh, oh whoa, who is this? Yeah. Let's chat up. Yeah, Aldrich, right? Yeah, I think if anyone bumps into Rose, if I bumped into Rose, I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. well, my name is Corey. <laughs> my name is Atticus Aldrich. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so she helps him with the stuff and then she goes over with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see we their, their conversation too is like I'm bringing cake to Russians. I love cake. <laughs> well, come have cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How how do you better than win someone over? But yeah, uh, yeah. Kerrigan's there, with playing chess with, with the Count Count Kostov or whatever. <laughs> um, and Rose starts to begin because it came out over dinner uh, that like they knew about the allergies. Uh, Robert knew some stuff mm-hmm. and like how their family came to be and they. Uh, I guess yes. Yeah, so well, this is the second time. The yeah. first time they just go over and and it's just a nice little thing. And yeah. Rose is a little curious about Atticus, right? And even at when dinner, he shows up again. Yeah, because at dinner Rose brings him up, and then people are like, "Oh!" And she's like, "It's not like that." Oh, but then he shows up again, and it's at like the that. Russian soup kitchen. <laughs> yeah, like here's Prince Kurigan. He's like, "Call me Mister Kurigan." Yeah, I will break <laughs> every time. He just mutters it when someone comes over to him. It's like, "All right, Curry." Yeah. But they get heated out of nowhere. The count does. Kurgan's trying to play it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Aldridge, it's, apparently, it's a problem that he's Jewish. Uh, yeah, like that group of people left Russia in sort of an exile. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they don't. He doesn't have any respect for him. And they pretty much just leave it like that. This episode, like this guy was Jewish or is Jewish, and uh, yeah, like let's throw some social stuff in here that you don't know about. Yeah, maybe he's Russian, but. Uh, Potential bow for uh, Rose. Uh, nice but, guy. Very yeah. nice. And I think... If the Russians approve. They do a lot of good with Rose and her like volunteering and like just sort of fleshing out the fact that she's like up to something positive. Right. In a world where, you know, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Like she's just surprisingly mm-hmm. on the level, all things considered, where she was a season ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I guess also Violet is part of this other storyline. So Rosamond comes to visit this year, this yep. week. After she hear after the dress show, right? She found out from Mary, you know, that the baby is around on the premises. A little girl, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, she decides, you know, maybe she can help Edith with the baby. And well, she it, and she she points out, she's like, I took ten months of my life to be with you to help you deliver this. this baby. Yeah, yeah. So I want to see the baby, right? It makes you wonder what was their game plan after the baby was born because it seems like they had. Well, an I think idea. they gave it. They gave it to a woman, right? And then. Uh, Edith was like couldn't bear to be so far so away. So far from away, her. yeah, yeah. And that's where everybody else didn't know what happened, and Edith took control. Right. Uh, so and she, yeah, she brought up this girl as a foundling who got taken in by the Druze and stuff, and mm-hmm. yeah, it did not work out well. No, they go to the Druze house, and then Mrs. Drew flips out. Well, out I mean, the look, the Edith, actually, what's her name? Laura Carmichael plays this like perfectly. Uh, <laughs> Edith like comes in and just has these like the eyes you make when you see like food you want she just looks at marigold like huh like I, but yeah because like we found her outside we don't need to like beat around the bush and try to see her yeah yeah she's got these like desire in this uh, her eyes for this kid and i would i don't doubt you know miss drew being like get away from my kid you're weirdo and then mrs drew is like to mr drew she's doing it she's making her a little plaything that she can show off to all her friends yeah and this is like it's funny though because um, Rosamond says like, "Don't you ever forget your friend Miss Rosamond?" And the baby starts crying. 
That's Miss Rosamond. But we get a good scene of uh, Drew alone stacking hay, and he just can't take it. He just starts tossing hay around. <laughs> yeah, and he says that they might lose the they might lose the farm if this keeps up. Yeah, because Mrs. Mrs. Drew's gonna want to move away. Yeah, and then he tells Edith, he's like, "We're gonna go," and she's like, "You can't just take the baby." And he's like, "Well, yeah, yeah, it's our baby. Yeah, you messed up." Poor Mr. Drew. He's stuck in the middle of something he doesn't want to be a part of. Why won't he just tell his wife? That's true. That is true. It would make things so much easier. Yeah, you would think. We say it every week. Yeah. Mr. Drew, stop. Yeah. But it's also like Edith is is pushes way too far. Right. She's like looming over corners. But I think he knows, though, if he were to tell his wife, then she'd be like, all right, we're moving. We're losing the farm. We're getting out of here. And I think that's part of why he doesn't want to do that. That sounds like a bad wife. Yeah, it's, a t- it's tough times for Mr. Drew right now. Yep. Um, but they do ha- hatch a plan because uh, Violet gets out of Rosamond like, what's going on with Edith? Come it's on. Like, it's kind of interesting that you come here. Last mm-hmm. time you came here was because baby related. Right. And uh, yeah, so they hatch a plan of putting uh, Marigold in France to grow up and learn and stuff. And she'll get to visit her once in a while, but she'll never know you're the mother. Mm-hmm. But then Edith thinks that she could send her off to London instead. Mm -hmm. And the episode ends with her on the phone with London. Right. I need to call London. This is just dragging on. I understand the implications of if she were to let people know that she had a baby outside of wedlock. But you're putting yourself through the most traumatic. Like, is your embarrassment that worth that much, honestly? Mm -hmm. It's funny because they show... um, I think it's this episode, not the one before. They show like Branson and Mary like walking by the babies, the kids, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Hey there, Sibby. Hey George." And then Mary's like, "I'm off to London." That was the last episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, "Bye, <laughs> bye, child <laughs> of mine. I'm leaving." Yeah. There's no maternal, or I mean, I'm not saying they're not good parents, but they never show them being parents on screen. They're rarely there. Yeah. And then uh, little Marigold is like. All Edith wants. Yeah. No, it's funny. I think they only use the children as like plot devices where like, you know, there's that one nice scene earlier this season where, um, you know, Isabel talks with uh, Branson and Mary about being single parents while they have the kids in the room. It's like mm-hmm. when you want to like trigger like a good cry out of the audience, get the kids in the room and get them in an emotional scene with them. Otherwise, we don't need them. Mm-hmm. You know, Mary's too busy trying to figure out her next husband to, you know, worry about her kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of that. You want to get to that? There's no no uh, Gilliam this episode. No Gilliam, but we get some more Fox and Blake. Yeah, we asked for it. We asked for some more Mabel Fox last week, and we got the Fox <laughs> in a very strange scene. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. We're seeing, I um, I think we're seeing some cracks in Blake. What do you mean? His plan is so dumb. Oh, I think his plan is meticulous. I don't think so. Really? Well, show so so. What he does is he invites Mary out to dinner. Yeah. And who's there at the table? Mabel, Mabel. Fox. <laughs> I was like saying that name, the Fox. So Mabel's there. Yeah. And basically what Blake is saying is, let's just do a switcheroo. Yeah. And you, Mabel's like, no. I don't want to take my leftovers. Uh, I think she's like, you expect him to dump me onto her plate, and then she doesn't want, she gets bored of it and hands it back to me. Yeah. No. Yeah. And she she just storms off, and she's like, well, what do we do with your food? And she was like, I hope you choke on it <laughs> to both of them. It's like, heck yeah, Fox. I want to see mate, I want to see your show. But then, yeah, that's what I said last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Blake is like, 
Mary's like, well, that didn't go so well. And Blake's like, it did. It yeah. did go well. Yeah, he's like, the, we wanted to make a show of that. Exactly how it is. And then they give him meat. And he's like, I want my meat pink, <laughs> not raw. <laughs> Done. And that's it for Blake. It would be great if he never shows up on the show ever. <laughs> you uh, know I want my steak raw. <laughs> no, he doesn't want it raw. He, he wants want it pink. It, yeah, he wants it uh, Is that supposed rare. to be suggestive? I don't know. Because the way he says it, I like it like pink. <laughs> like they, Not raw. And then Mary just like, oh, huh? okay. Okay. Sure. I like mine raw. Oh, that would be the, the, the follow-up. Julian just cut that line, though. Like, I liked it. <laughs> like it with my steak like, raw. Oh, wow. oh boy. Woo-wee. Anyways, we'll see where that goes. That's the only <laughs> scene touching on all that this year. Yeah, Mary's very uh, bit player this episode. Yeah, because you know, after the threat from Gillingham last week of like, you ain't going anywhere. It's like, well, it looks like she did go somewhere and it ain't with you, man. She ain't around you. Yeah. Um, well, at first, because they're like, they show her in London going to this restaurant. And I'm like, oh, Tony. It's like, that's not Tony. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Blake. <laughs> that's old Blakey. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the only other thing we get with Mary is with the Anna and Bates storyline. which with Sergeant Willis. Continue, <laughs> God, it continues to drag its heels. I continue to not be interested in this at all. Um, well. It's boring. It is. It really is. There's nothing. They're just retracing the steps from last year. Like, were, did you see anything? Do you think, like, was she, did she like Mr. Green or did she hate Mr. Green? Is there any reason to kill him? We get nothing. We get nothing. Mm-hmm. They're just questioning. Yeah. Looks like they're hovering over Anna, though. Right. Yeah. They're closing in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there is a nice scene with Bates where she's, uh, he says, well, you know, we'll be enjoying our lives with little babies running around everywhere and she's like how many babies you plan for me to have and he looks he's a hundred <laughs> yeah isn't that for you to find out you'll see it won't be long now <laughs> we have multiple children everywhere but there's a weird like barrow starts to get involved in in this and he starts to like yeah. threaten he's this uh choose your own path <laughs> they work out for him. It's not looking good. He's getting real evil. Like he's always been like nefarious and yeah. sniveling. Yeah, but now he's looking the part. Like he looks the dark around his They're eyes. Like, you look like you need a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, even they're commenting on it. Like Robert and them. Yeah. Like Thomas, you okay, man? Alex is like trembling. I feel like giving them. That's something. why I keep thinking he's gonna drop something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it like go full Bates and something or whatever. Like yeah, fumble around. That's the path he chose. Which makes me wonder. It's like. Thomas, you you sure you want to be like trying to run subterfuge on this whole Anna Bates thing? It looks like you don't even have your stuff going right. Like, why yeah. are you trying to like throw things sideways for them? Especially the other week when um was it was when Jimmy was gone and Anna was there to be like, hey, like how you doing? Like, is everything okay? You know, and like you know she was actually kind to him. And it's like, mm-hmm. come on, dude, do you have to be that evil all the time? Or what's what's this heroin doing to you, man? Or are you just what's too? Your, the or juice? is the roid rage? <laughs> the juice is loose. He's got the roid rage and he can't control it. Oh man, so we'll see what path. Like you don't go, you don't get mean to Hughes. No, he gets mean to Hughes. Right. He's like, I'm just gonna have to do my duty to the law. <laughs> duty. Just, and then Hughes is like, You look sick. Yeah. Um, chose my own path. <laughs> I did not choose wisely. <laughs> I'm just shooting up. <laughs> <laughs> As he flexes out of his <laughs> first out there. of his office. Yeah, his valet costume. Um, so yeah, that, that is going on. Baxter is there like, are you sure about this? Are you okay? Leave me alone. (laughs) He starts turning green. (laughs) You won't like me when I'm angry. (laughs) You're always angry, Barrow. You especially won't like me this time. I get real pale and sweaty. (laughs) 
and start talking to Hughes wrong. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it comes out of nowhere this episode, but uh, mostly says, Baxter, why don't you just tell me what you did wrong? <laughs> Remember that thing you said like three weeks ago? Can you just tell me for the people who didn't miss that episode so they just know you're okay? <laughs> yeah, and then it's like cuts to him and he's like crying. He's like, well, I think you're innocent. <laughs> I don't mind you. I don't mind. I don't, yeah, I don't think you did that wrong. But they also show like, he's like, can you just tell me what happened? Mm-hmm. And then Carson's like, Mr. Mosley, let's get to work. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mosley is... Yeah, he's like still tra- overworked. Still, yeah, you see it like just in like the way he acts. Like the actor brings a lot too. I forget his name, but like just the way he just looks stressed on his face, carrying in like the trays of the dishes and stuff. Good work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just but, to hear him cry about Baxter again. Yeah. Uh, but why are they? All, I mean, what else is going on downstairs? Is there anything good going on? Yeah, Patmore got an inheritance. She got <laughs> a deed, a few hundred squid. Quid. Squid. 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 We had a rough night. Let me remind you, listeners, we had a rough night last night. Uh, But yeah, she got a few hundred quid. She's trying to figure out what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So she goes to Mr. Carson because he's a man. (laughs) She feels like she has to, you know, like he knows what to do with money, I guess. But then again, we see how he's a kind of a ding dong. Yeah, he doesn't do anything for fun. He just listens to Robert talking about his developer. Yeah, and what does Robert know about investments? Like, why would you take inv- like investment? <laughs> yeah, he's, he literally name dropped Ponzi. Yeah. <laughs> earlier in the show, I, like, I was actually like concerned that he was going to drop uh, investment advice to Patmore, and she was going to take it and it was going to go all the way back up to Robert. Like, she lost all her money because Carson passed along his advice. But no, no, she has other things in mind, Patmore, because mm-hmm. she knows better. She wants to, you know, do something she wants to invest in. You know, she tells she wants us the like Hughes. A, like a house, a cottage. Yeah, she confides us the Hughes. And he's like, go for it. Don't listen to Carson because he's a man. And Carson is not like, he's like, that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, oops. Right. Because uh, what she ends up doing is, yeah, she gets a cottage and she... She gets Airbnb. Plans, yeah, she's going to have tenants eventually and stuff. And Carson's like, this isn't what I told you. And she's like... You know, it's close enough. Uh, Hugh spins it just right. Like, look, she listened to you, Carson. And Carson sits her looking mildly pleased. Like, okay. You know, I, I did some help here. Yeah. And, and the Carson says to Patmore, he's like, that's no small beer. <laughs> right, right. And then Patmore says, well, it's my beer to drink. Yeah. She's going to chug it. <laughs> um, so this kind of hopefully mends their, their broken fences a little bit from last week. When Yeah, maybe. But she also seems to have dropped the Archie plot. Yeah. Like a, you know, there's no like pressing issue with it anymore. That's true. But uh, yeah, we'll see about that. Hopefully they're in good terms by the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, I think that leads us to the, the A plot, right? Um, What else is there? Is there anything else? Not really. Yeah. No, this is the, this is the showdown. <laughs> This has been building. Like, so there's one resolution of his bunting, which, thank thank God. Thank God that's over, hopefully. And then this one. This one. This is the one where, like, if last week was, like, the boiling point for uh, bunting and Robert, this week it's for Brickers <laughs> and Robert. Oh, boy. It's, oh, yeah. It's rare we get an action scene. We got a few action scenes this year. We got the house on fire, which we they haven't even touched on since it happened. Like, oh, I guess we got to do some repairs there. We don't see any like, smoke or anything. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just a little damage. I guess it's yeah. an old house. It's a little damage. I mean, Edith had to sleep in a different room, but you know, that's it. She's but, got a lot on her mind. I don't think she minds. But we get the smackdown of the century <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Oh, and, and a 
truly riveting scene. Yeah. So yeah, Brickers is back. Bricker Bricker comes and then Robert's like, oh, that the ghastly man is coming back. Yeah, that's sale, traveling salesman. Because then yeah, Cora's like, I wish you would just like lay off him. I like having him here. He's gonna help us a lot with his art. And then he's like, "You can have him over." If he wants you want. to, yeah. He wants to take a photo of this artwork to put in this book, which could increase its value. Mm-hmm. Which is, Cora raises that point, which is fair. So Robert's got a, this party to go to. There's like a two day event. Yeah. So he puts on his his red military outfit and yeah. two ships passing in the night. He, that's what he says. Him and Bricker pass. He's like, "Maybe I'll see you tomorrow." And then so Robert and Isis walk out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Brickers, you know, says the you know the best line you should say when you're just a friend coming to visit. I'm beginning to feel down is like home like to me. And it's like, man, you've been spending too much time here. Like, come on, man. Um, and of course, says as long as you behave. So you, I feel feel like you get the sense from Corey, like he he likes me, but he's a tease, probably. Like you know, he yeah, like, he's yeah. a flirt. You know, no, I was about to say like you know, and, we, <coughs> and as we know from songs like R. Kelly's, I'm a flirt. Don't no, don't, don't trust flirts. <laughs> They're bad people. So sure. all right. So Bricker's here. He may be a flirt. Don't trust a flirt. Yeah, I think I think he comes off as like silly and harmless, right? Because right. he's kind of, he's like an art guy that does, he doesn't have much clout. Yeah, exactly. But then it's dinner time at Dallin, or bedtime at Dallin. It's, it's, it's after dinner. Oh yeah. So he waits. Yeah, and he goes in the room and is like crazy robe. It's all kinds of colors. Yeah, he waits to see Miss Baxter leave the room. And then he goes, it's like a very tame Ric Flair robe he's yeah, wearing. Yeah, really nice shade of blue. And nice colors. Yeah. Like feathery colors. Yep. And he he goes in for it. Yeah. yeah and Cora yeah. says, no, no, no. Right. She's like, this. well, no, she, she's not quick, but she's like, no, this is not going to happen, dude. Like, it's pretty quick. But they play the tension just right. Because we see Robert arrive back to the manor. Oh no! You just see him in the entryway, like, yeah. "Well, I'm back." Yeah, you, you don't really hear it. And then, like, they show him marching up the steps from the the camera behind him. Actually, it kind of reminds me of a little Hitchcock movie. Um, which one? The one with Cary Grant, where he's maybe a suspicion. I think like, they slowly tr- do the tracking shot of Robert going up the stairs. Like, you know, like, oh no, this is going to boil over. Like, what could happen? You know. Mm-hmm. And he he enters the room. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh. No, no. Robert says, you're not here at Lady Grantham's no, invitation. No, Cora says he's not here on my invitation. Or, right. No, Bricker says that. Bricker volunteers that. Yeah. And then Robert, says, Robert you- says, then leave on mine. Yeah. Slap. <laughs> no, not, not slap right then. Ooh. Bricker has words. Right. Bricker's like, you don't appreciate her. You let her sit around and like nobody pays attention to her. And then Robert's like, how about no? Yeah. No, <laughs> he does like a brief like turn. He turns his shoulder to him and then it's. It's like a backhand. <laughs> oh, it is a full backhand. But man. it's not a slap. It's like a clock. Yeah. No, it's like straight up beside the face. Entire way. Enough to knock him on his off his feet. He knocks <laughs> him on the ground. Oh, and he's on top of him. <laughs> yeah. No, he, they're tussling. They're tussling <laughs> all over the floor. They knock over like the little like banister thing or whatever. And Cora's like, oh my God, stop. Yeah, she's shouting, stop, stop. Robert cocks his fist back. It is going to come down. And then Edith. Edith. <laughs> come on. Edith, we're about to see a fight. Yeah, he's gonna break this guy's nose. And Edith, and it's almost like a child too. Like, oh, it's okay. Cora comes to the door, opens it just a little bit. It's like, Go we're, back we're to playing, bed. Edith. We're playing a game. Go back to bed, child. You know, there's nothing. Yeah, what game is it where you're shouting stop, stop? And there's well, I think noise going. Edith should have known. <laughs> oh, that's true. She does know um, by now. But um, uh oh, 
but for this one, no. So yeah, and Brooke is like, I'm about to leave, and Cora's like, No, don't leave like right afterwards. And it'd be like, Why is there th- two men and me in the room? <laughs> Edith is going to get some ideas about what game we we're playing in there. Oh, but then yeah. Br- Brooker's Brooker's done. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, he he leaves the manor the next day. Yeah, he, looks- and he gives Carson a tip. Yeah, which I thought was weird. Carson just kind of takes it. <laughs> oh, you, like do you wait? It do you think he tipped off Carson like to no, go upstairs? You no. don't think? You don't Carson think? Carson wouldn't do that. To no, Robert, Robert he, is he like his boy. That. That's true. But uh, yeah, Brickers looks up in the window and Corey's watching him leave with with a look of like you have to go, man. You do this to yourself. How could but the thing is, Cora had to see this coming. Like, come on. Like, I, I, I think Cora did see it coming, but maybe and she just didn't expect. I think she didn't think he was going to cross that line. When a guy comes over the house that many times, like, I don't know, man. He's just looking for that opportunity. This guy, I don't know. Well. Uh, well, I rewound it multiple times, that slap. I was just loving it. I was, and then Car- Robert's hair is all messed up. Oh, yeah. yeah he's like, I'll go sleep in my changing Because the other thing, too, is like this guy, yeah. <laughs> the other guy's like wearing his Rick Flair robe, but he's like in full military garb. He's like ready to throw oh, down. Yeah, he's, like, he's in his like suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I wonder about that, too. It's like, where's Bates to take his pants off? Like, Robert just marches upstairs without like a guy to help him take his pants off. Like, imagine if Bates was in the room, too. Bates would be like, they'd be like two, like a tag team beating up on one guy, just stomping him on the ground. Whipping him with his cane. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I wish. Um, maybe next time. Maybe next time. They'll just show them. They go to Bricker's house and yeah. Do you they think get it, Branson to be like full on IRA Branson again? Right. The bomb. Oh my gosh. Do you think this is the last we saw of Bricker's? I think this is it for Bricker. Wow. All right. So two people vanquished in two weeks of Bunting and Bricker's for uh in one for week. Yeah, one week. Yeah, or two weeks. Well, Brick, well, well Bunting but, is yeah, gone yeah. this week. That's true. He just shouted out her last week. But then uh, they have a scene where there's like the follow-up party. Yeah. The bash, as they say earlier in the right. episode. And Cora keeps trying to like... Talk to Robert. Make comments to Robert. And it's like... Not having it. Robert. And it's funny because when Cora was real... There was the Sybil stuff where Cora was real mad at yeah. Robert. And there's a couple other things in the show where uh, Cora is like cold shouldering Robert. So now it's... Kind of justified to, for him to give it back to her. Right. Well, she never found out about his whole thing going on with that. Oh, with Jane? Yeah. Yeah. And he donated money to that baby and everything to help that kid out. And well, I mean, he crossed the line for sure. Yeah. Robert is not without his flaws. He, he full on kissed that woman. Remember that. Man, you can make a montage of Robert smacking people, kissing people, <laughs> putting out fires. Yeah. Like, this is an action-packed like trailer. And, and you say, you know, the line about... How he was like, when I was in college, all the girls wanted to be on me. <laughs> yeah. Smash cut to him shouting down at Miss Bunting or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. This, this is why he's our boy. This is why they're the Lords of Grantham. Like, you, 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 you make some mi- missteps throughout the show, but this is why. The guy is a beats boss. people up. <laughs> he's a boss. He, when he's threatened, he pushes back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. the one who knocks. <laughs> knocks you down. Um, so was this a good episode? Uh, I... The end saves it. If it, the end did not have that thing, I would be like, no, no absolutely not. No. But uh, I mean, I always like seeing Kudigan. <laughs> He's a fun guy. Not enough of him. But uh, yeah. When Spratt had some good, good characters. There we are. All the MVPs showed up. What are some quotes from this episode? She wants Marigold as her toy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, says, they, yeah. Um, there's the part where Branson is like, well, why do we need to keep these traditions alive? Mm. And uh, the Dowager says... Without tradition, we'd be like the wild men of Borneo. He's like, yeah, he's like, why the costumes and all the, the yeah, tradition? Yeah. And then, uh, I, like, like yeah, Isabel follows it up saying something about like 
you know, like maybe we need to get over these traditions because they're not useful anymore. Right. And it's very strange. Yeah. Oh, there's a, the scene where before Branson breaks it off with Bunting where uh, he's talking with Robert, which I, it doesn't really seem like Robert talks sense to him, but I think Branson gets the affirmation like he's part of this family. Uh, and then Mary comes in there and she's like, oh, dinner's almost ready. And then like, oh, you're drinking already. And then Robert's like, and I poured it myself. <laughs> That's where Robert says to Branson, he says, don't make nothing of what you've achieved. Right. Which is Robert is stepping his game up. Yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. Um, what? Is anything else? Oh, there's a thing where, like, uh, Isabel's like, I, I, I'm not going to tell you about, like, what I'm going to tell Merton about the, the engagement. He's like, why would I tell you first? And Violet's like, you sure know how to string this out or whatever. She's a crawly. She's jealous. She is so jealous. The, the Russians refer to themselves as strangers in a strange land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do get a good follow-up this week with Robert with the building. He's just looking into good like yeah. shops. It's like, yeah, man, he's doing his job. Um, he doesn't want to screw up again. Yeah. He wants to shop local. Right. Oh, they have a, a brief exchange at the beginning of this episode about there being a nudist colony in Essex. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> yeah, and Violet makes a point. Like, in Essex, isn't it terribly damp? It's like, yeah, what a weird... Okay. They always seem to do this every episode now where they have them like sitting around in the morning just talking about things that are going on in the world because like, people like that stuff. And it's like, Julian, you're just killing time, you know, because you're just booking it week to week, man. Mm-hmm. And there, where's the line about... Oh, where is it? I, I thought... Oh. Uh, some... Uh, excuse me. So Rosamond in the mm-hmm. scene where where Violet is like putting her thumb down, saying like, "You're not leaving here until I figure out what's going on with this baby." Yeah, and Rosamond just says, uh, "Rudeness in old age. You think rudeness in old age is amusing? It's not." <laughs> Which is like, all right, Rosamond. That's true. That's true. All right, Rosamond. Yeah, she's got she's got it. So let's get to these power rankings. Who's on the bottom for you? On the bottom, at number three, you got Edith. Edith? She's still going through this whole baby situation. Yeah. and It's, it, a, it's tough. Yeah, and Rosman's not helping. It's just... I mean, because we, we kind of said it last time was, you know, Edith is just still in the same mucky muck. And it's like, yeah, but she needs to get docked a few points every once in a while for mm-hmm. continuing to go on. even Because it is just the worst. Well, I got the Dowager at number three. Really? She tries to get Clarkson in to cause some trouble and, and mess up the Merton stuff. Yeah. And... It doesn't go her way. Not quite. Not at all. Nope. Like it's her whole plan to sabotage. And she loses her ladies maid. Yeah, it's true. It's off screen, <laughs> but yeah, that happens. Yep. Um, and number two, I got Miss Bunting. Miss Bunting? She's gone. She got one kiss, but and she got a new job, which is nice, but she's gone. All right. Bye-bye. Number two, I have a choose your own path. Tom Arrow. There, there just wasn't. He's, he's trying. He's he's unhinged. There was there wasn't enough of him flexing this episode to really like you know show how like I feel like last episode they had a little bit more. In terms he got of, mean this episode to Hughes. It's true. He's yeah. gonna get put in his place. That's true. The path he chose, not good. Yeah. The juice is not paying <laughs> off. No, no, it's leaking. Um, number one though, I think it's pretty clear, right? I I don't I didn't give him I didn't give him the time of day. Mr. Brickers? I didn't give him the time of He's day. He's number one. He had the worst week. He got beaten up and shown out. That's it. I, I gave Edith number one. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, she's having a rough go. And the Rosman stuff only escalates her troubles. Yeah. So, like, she thinks she can get it in control. Nope. Nope. Grandma found out. Yeah. 
It's true. Not good. Who, who's on your up and up? Number three. Mm-hmm. He lay, layeth the smackdown. Oh, yeah, Robert? He really doesn't have much to do this episode, so I couldn't justify giving him any higher than number three. Yeah. But it's hard to deny. He's making moves with this uh, developer, and yeah. he, he beats up Mr. Bricker. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I have Charles Blake at number three. You think his plan is coming to... F- we don't know what it is. He's getting his meat pink. <laughs> All right, he's doing okay. Giving it, right, giving it to Blake, sure. I, I, and he shows up with Mabel Fox. I hope he still she shows up one more time. I don't think Mabel Fox is oh, coming. Come back. on, so we'll see. He's got a plan. All right, sure. Yeah, I love Blake though. Yeah, love that guy. I got Pat Moore at number two. She got her. Inheritance. I got Pat Moore at number two also. She got that money. She got money, and she's got a house now. Yeah. Good on you, Pat Moore. <laughs> You've been through a rough go of Daisy wanting to leave, and like Ivy's gone. Yeah, so good for you, Pat Moore. Yeah. And I like sure. how she says, like, I have good news. My aunt died. Oh, well, you, you know, <laughs> she left me money. Well, I thought um, as soon as that plot started, I was like, all right, Archie's name is going on the more. And it's like, oh, no, no it's not. Hey, nothing cool. new. Yeah, this is nice. Who's number one for you? Cousin, cousin Rose. I ha- She had a great, she came out on, it was all okay. positive. Sure. I think this episode is nothing, nothing really happens aside yeah. from Robert. Right. But I think Rose, she meets a guy yeah. who's shown interest in her. It's true. Nice guy. Yeah. She's and she's like just doing good things for these Russians. That's true. For Prince Kurgan. Right. Yeah. Well, I think we know who your number one. I mean, is. it's got to be in two weeks running now. Robert, he is just <laughs> asserting himself as the Lord of Grantham. Okay, like he just did, he did the Luthes press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> right uh, on to Mr. Bricker. Th- this is like the bounce back season I feel like we've been waiting for for Robert. Because like, he felt so useless after the war. Right. We watched it for so long. It's like, man, why do we appreciate this guy so much? And now it's like, now I remember. It's coming back to me now. He beats people up. <laughs> yeah. He's, doing the, he's going full he baits. Hoots and hollers at people. Yes, exactly. Maybe he baits it like when he's taking his clothes off at night. He's like, maybe you should punch him in the side of the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he takes his fighting lessons from, is Mr. Bates. Yeah, but he's like, what is this? Whispers. He teaches them prison skills. Yeah, he teaches them his prison skills at night before he goes to bed. Before he goes, tucks him in the bed. They have like a kung fu lesson. <laughs> Bates is like Yoda, where it's like he throws down the cane when he doesn't need it. Oh, you believe? You gotta believe that Bates is teaching him how to stick ISIS on people. Just, <laughs> when you smell this, Bates knows attack. <laughs> he's not a dog man. You don't know. He, you don't know his skill set. I get. You're right. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Ice, ice is the attack dog. Come on, girl. <laughs> Bite his head. <laughs> He's just being chased out by Isis from the manor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever come back. <laughs> He's in his robe. Yeah, he's just running away. I mean, that would be good if Don did something just so off the walls. Like Julian slept in the day that he was supposed to finish the script, and he's like, oh no. I gotta do something. Isis can speak this episode. Isis has dialogue. That would be the best episode. What's that, of girl? Mister Mister Brickers is trying to get with Cora in the room. Okay, go, dog, go. They show Isis on like the. I must leave the party at once to go home. Yeah, Brickers on the loose. Brickers stop is with Cora. Stop. Good girl. Good girl. That'd be great if I this is like a genius dog. <laughs> Those Morse code and all that. Yeah. Love it. All right. So anyways. You know what? Hey, you want you wanna 
earn your way with your team into the mix match challenge? Yeah. Isis. <laughs> she's ready. The dog is ready. <laughs> she's earned her spot for yeah, sure. Yeah, she's earned her keep. <laughs> All right. So we got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You want to follow us? Patreon. Give us some money if you want. Yeah. Send us an email. We yeah. always love the emails. Mm-hmm. Facebook message us. Yeah. We're, it's we're, always nice to hear from people that send us messages. We're always available. I, the other week when I posted for uh, St. Patrick's Day with a picture of uh, Tom Branson le- leering outside uh, Sybil's window, said, don't forget for uh, that he does that. And uh, someone had a good note on there of, uh, don't forget about the other stuff he's done or whatever, where he has, um, oh, pull it up. A Braithwaite? That and other stuff. Uh, they said, uh, and he tried to kill a British general with a cow patty and petrol soup. Uh, that, <laughs> he didn't come... try to kill him. He just wanted to make a scene. That's right. That's coming from he the space sorceress. Embarrass them. Yeah. The space sorceress? Yeah, she commented on another one of our posts, too. So wherever okay. you are, thank you. Um, space sorceress. Uh, let us know your trickery. Did yeah. you, do, what, how do you do sorcery? Unless we don't remember that he maybe tried to attack someone later. <laughs> well, I remember the episode where they right, think he's going to yeah. kill them. No, that's the, what, the one when he's working at the table oh right and they're yeah. like uh-oh what's going on and that's he's right. like i just wanted to throw cow poop in this person's face right back in season one when he saved sybil that's right yeah wow, that's a while ago now it feels young when ago. he leaves the note when he's like i'm gonna be fired for what i do yeah yeah, yeah. it's like oh no it's just poop right <laughs> that's it that's all so anyways uh we'll catch you next time with the mixed match challenge number three baby another week another duo oh, enters in has thomas won yet barrow yeah yeah, because no. the way he's juicing right now, he's a good. You pair Thomas with Isis again when he like, you know, I know he led Isis out to the woods, but those two, they probably did some training together out in the woods. I bet they could be like a yeah, he let, a, he a fighting duo. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Well, we'll find out next week. Send your team suggestions to us on any social media platform. Yeah, and you will be entered to win something. Can't tell you something what. Something Downton related. Yeah. Won't be a, a Agent Gates or a Christmas ornament or a tea, Mm-mm. but it'll be something Downton related. Yeah, you'll see. All right. Yeah. Until next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>